What's going on, guys? Sean and Stephanie here. First of all, welcome and thank you for tuning into our podcast. If this is your first time being here, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. I hope you really enjoy listening to all the great information we're going to share with you guys here. And as always, we genuinely appreciate your attention. Anything you want to say to them, Steph? Hey, guys. So our main goal is basically um, to help prepare you guys from what to expect from start to finish in a real estate transaction, whether it's selling or buying, um, what not to do, what to do, and to also prepare you for obstacles that you'll face and how to overcome them, while also keeping you updated on what's going on with the surrounding communities and our marketplace in the area. And I want to add, we'll also have a splash of daily motivation as we're keeping this podcast 100% authentic. There's no outlines, nothing prepared. We're just keeping it real, guys. What is up, everybody? Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about how we landed into real estate and how you could too. So, uh, Stephanie, my story is pretty, it's actually weird. It's not like you, you graduate from high school and you're like, oh, I'm going to be a realtor. Like, who says that, right? This, yeah, it's that not, doesn't really happen. It's not something you just, <laughs> you get out of high school, you graduate, you're like, yeah, I'm going to be a realtor. It just, it just doesn't happen like that. And if it does, man, you are weird. Yeah, I feel like it's, a, you know somebody, somebody brings it up to you, and then you're like, oh, all right, well, I'll try it. It's never like like you said, I'm just going to, when I grow up, I want to be a realtor. <laughs> oh, yeah, so uh, my story, okay, uh, my uncle was doing real estate part-time. He has been he did it for like 10 years. We were having breakfast one morning, and we are like, uh, yeah, you should try this out. Do a part-time, see how you do it as a hobby. So I'm like, oh, whatever, what do I got to lose? Um, you know, got through the testing and everything, did real estate for about six months before, uh, I ended up saying, okay, this could be something. And I finished out that year, what part-time, I think it was at that time, uh, real estate with a full-time job doing the five to one o'clock hustle, two o'clock hustle in the morning. Like, okay, something's got to change. So eventually I was able to, you know, just say, I'm taking that leap, I'm jumping and I'm just going to try this out. And, uh, I uh, went from there, kind of just took off in real estate, enjoyed it, and, and now we're here. It's like, you know, it's just going back to that one thing. It's like it's just not something that happens, just something that you plan to happen. It just kind of happened. But, um, you know, wouldn't look back now, love everything about it, love what I do. So, Stephanie, how about you? Let's just talk about uh, how you got into real estate. Well, um, that's kind of a weird one. So I was basically working for a call center hated my life. It was not fun at all. Um, That's how it starts. Yeah. And then I kind of left my job and was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And basically me and Sean connected and I was like, Hey, yeah, can you be my admin pretty much? So I took on the admin role for about a year and then it basically got to the point like, well, I should pretty much get licensed and take my, you know, grow further with it and become a buyer's agent for Sean and or just get licensed in general because yeah. you enjoyed, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoyed doing it now that I was in the field because I didn't really know about real estate before I got into it. I mean, I was looking to go into law enforcement, not real estate by any means. So I went through all my pre-licensing, um, finally passed my test and got licensed in both states and I wouldn't turn back. I mean, I love it. It's a lifestyle, right? Yeah, everybody, it's great. Everybody always asks, is like, oh, you know, What's the best thing about real estate? And my, oh, my, the always, always, always my response is just the lifestyle. It's, it's not, and it's funny too because all my friends are like, oh, you're just making this money and you're going on vacation. And like they don't see, 
You ever see that thing? Ever see that meme on Instagram where you see it's like the tip of the iceberg, <laughs> and the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg says success, and then below the iceberg it says like hard work, discipline, persistence, focus, hustle. You know, have you ever seen that? Yeah. You know what I'm talking yep. about? That is like the perfect example because I feel like everybody sees all the good, like the posting on social media, us taking vacations, doing all this stuff, but they don't see all the hard work that went into that yeah. in general. Like, it there's... was not easy by any means. I mean, it took a lot of work, a lot of studying, a lot of really just getting the material down before you could even get your license. Yeah. It definitely, I mean, there's a lot listen, to know and learn. Listen, guys, I was ranked in Madden. Like, I <laughs> loved my Xbox so much. And there was one point where I'm like, I got to sell my Xbox because it's taking up too much time. Did I want to sell my Xbox? No. But it's just one of those things that you have to do. It's just when you when you get into real estate, it's just a really different mindset because when you're – I was just so used to that, you know, at the 8 to 5. You wake up, you go to – you do your work, and then you do your hobbies after. Mine was golf and ridiculous amounts of Suits <laughs> episodes on Netflix. Like It's a good show, though. <laughs> it is that a good fun. show. <laughs> Um, but you know, you just, it's just a different mindset to get a hold of it. Once you get a hold of it, it's, uh, you know, you're right though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it because it's just, it makes it all worth it in the end for sure. It does. And it's not even that. It's, I hate to always be like the, the cliche one. Like it's, oh, the clients and watching someone buy a house, but it's the reason people say it and say it over and over again is because it's true. Like it's literally a blessing to be a part of something and see all the happiness that goes into a real estate transaction on the buying side. Like oh, yeah. when someone closes on a house and they're that happy, like it's just awesome to be a part of it. And same thing on the selling side. I get sellers sometimes, you know, obviously it doesn't happen with everyone, but you know, we get these listings sometimes if it's priced competitively and the marketing's right and everything hits right. I mean, we get these listings sell in like seven days and just to see the, see the seller's faces when i say hey here's an agreement of sale we we just sold the house in a week so it, yeah. it's just it's just an awesome feeling in it, general yeah it's definitely good to be a part of that mile marker in someone's life whether you know like sean said it's selling or you're buying i mean that's just an overall great feeling to help them out to get to their next step that's right so let's talk a little bit about what it takes uh you know in general to um, you know, become a real estate agent, right? So I, get that question all the time. I think that's definitely a good point. I mean, especially with Sean and I, we both t- took different routes too to get into real estate. Um, what she means is I failed a lot <laughs> early. And as you know, I'm big on that. Fail yeah. often, fall forward, get back up and go crush it, right? Yeah. I mean, you. in another sense too, is you have two options of doing, you know, online classes or um, like Sean went to Mansfield and took classes I went to Mansfield? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a terrible student. <laughs> I am the worst student. I graduated with these. Uh, actually, I think it was a D plus. I did. I, I, I got the plus in there, but um, <laughs> yeah, I did. Actually, I applied myself, too, really well in Mansfield, so it was it was kind of cool to see that side of me when you when you actually want something yeah. and apply yourself for it, what you can, what you can do. Yeah, so the other thing, too, is, I mean, the difference of so altogether, I mean, you need 60 credits, 60 course hours, I should say, to actually be able to be eligible to go take your national and state tests. Well, that's only in Pennsylvania. It's different right. for each state. So we'll talk about Pennsylvania first. Um, the good thing about that is with that, it usually takes about, I mean, so they give you six months, takes you about three months or so to get through it, depending on how like diligently you're working at it. Um, how long did classes take at Mansfield? It was three months. They're actually pretty oh, okay. cool. They they offer them, um, I think, twice a year in Mansfield anyhow. And it's, uh, 
you know, you just sign up on mansfield.org um, or just text me. I have a good, uh, I know the person that teaches it, so I'll be able to get the dates for you. But, um, you know, it's three months. I, not even, I think it was like, I can't even remember. It was like 12 classes and it was Mondays and Thursday nights from six to nine. I know that sounds terrible because <laughs> most people work eight to five or you're working eight hours somewhere because obviously you got bills to pay. But yeah, that sucks. You do your six to nine Monday through Thursday or Mondays and Thursdays. I'm sure the dates have changed by now, but you know, that six to nine after eight to five, it's just like, come on, when is my, yeah. where's the damn beer at or something? Like, <laughs> I just want to be home. That's why I was glad I did the online courses, just being able to do it at my leisure when I wanted to and stayed up as long as I wanted to or spent as much time as I wanted to doing it and potentially get through the course faster than, you know, taking classes. So it's good that you have both routes that you could go with it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I have to sit in a class. I just, I have undiagnosed ADD. I feel like sometimes <laughs> I just have t- such a hard time focusing. I'm glad I did it in a classroom where I could ask uh, the te- you know, teacher questions. some questions. But, you know, if you got the focus like Stephanie did, she did it her way. I think it was like three months you were done yeah. with pre-licensing all together online, which is boring stuff. You know, oh, you got to yeah. get through, you got to get through the law boring, side yeah. of it. There's tests. I mean, there's a lot involved in it. Obviously, there's no shortcuts, but um, you know, you can take the test on that. Was it McKissick.com? Is that what you did? McKissick. Spell that out. M C K I S S O C K. I think you fucked that up. No, but, that's right. Um, is it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. You're smarter than me, so I trust you. <laughs> I passed the first time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it took me a couple times to pass the test, but it's a hard test. But you know what? It's all about that it perseverance, is. getting back up there and just doing it. You can't give up, right? It is, yep. So, I mean, online. Hey, I mean, there was many times that I failed my tests, you know, have to go into the library to have them proctored when you're doing it online because you obviously don't have a professor watching over you while you take these tests. I mean, there's a couple times, obviously, I failed them and had to just sit in that library day after day just taking the test over and over again. So I I think I remember that. She's like, I give up. I give up. I'm like, no, don't do that. That's the devil. Don't give up. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Definitely frustrating, but. (laughs) You get through it. Like, what's that? What's that term that you always hear is like. The road that's less traveled is, I don't even freaking don't know. know, it's super cliche, <laughs> yeah. whatever, forget about that I even said that, but <laughs> you guys get where I'm coming from. Um, so yeah, you can do it online or you can do it uh, in class, obviously yeah. just get a hold of us and we'll uh, we'll tell you if you want to do it online or in class, just send us a message, we'll we'll get you going there. Um, so you... So after this point, uh, let's just talk about after pre-licensing. You pass your pre-licensing or you take all your classes. You pass the test that's proctored in the library. You have your real estate transcript from your online school. Um, what do you do then? Then you want to uh, register with PSI and contact them in regards to scheduling a test, which usually takes place in Clark Summit, PA. You pay... Yeah, Clark Summit. Legit. Yeah. Like, we're... An <laughs> hour and a half. <laughs> and if you're listening right now, we're in Sarah, Pennsylvania, so Clark Summit was that hour and a half. Hour and a half or so. So, yeah. If you're asking, yeah, the first and second time that I failed this test, I had to drive home an hour and a half, bummed out, and then the third time finally doing it. That that was a good feeling, by the way, and the yeah. third time home. Well, yeah, it was my first time, but that was, it was so good. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. She's never going to let me live that down. But yeah, once you, I mean, once you pass, you'll get two pieces of paper that say that you passed and then you send them into the Department of State for Pennsylvania to get your PA license. And then you can go from there as far as, I mean, you have to wait a little bit. It doesn't come right immediately. I think it took about 
I would say three weeks to four weeks to actually get my physical PA license for real estate, to practice real estate. Because in the meantime, I mean, you can't do anything. And then as you know, if most of the people that are listening around here, we live right on the New York state border. So once you get your Pennsylvania license, New York state is actually a reciprocity state. So instead of taking a test for New York to get licensed in New York, you just have to pay a reciprocity fee to become licensed in that state. So then you can go across the border and basically practice in New York as well. Yeah, and practice in both states. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even remember how I did mine because it was a while ago, but um, I think it was pretty easy. It was just a, you paid something, and as long as you can present a good standing license in PA, you're good to go, right? Yeah, you just fill out an application um, for the New York State Department, and then you send in a fee of like $100, and then your transcripts, a copy of those, and then you just get a letter from your broker accepting that. And you send that in, and then they they accepted my application in like a week. It was it was very quick. Mm. Okay, that's another thing. You uh, let's touch on that. You said your broker, right? What's a broker? Yeah. Well, in real estate, uh, your licensee to practice real estate, you have to hang your license in a brokerage. So you've probably heard of um, we're, like we're with Howard Hanna. You've heard of um, Realty USA. Real, well, Realty USA is now Howard Hanna, yeah. but Keller Williams, Coldwell Banker. Um, Century Twenty One. There's tons of like brokerage that. out there, or you, you know, there's there's small there's uh private owned brokerages as well. Doesn't matter as long as that person has a brokerage license, um, you can hang your license in their office to practice real estate. So that's the next thing I want to get into really quick here, Steph, is that your broker. What at what point should you know which brokerage you're going to? I mean, I did it. I I feel like I did it the wrong way. I just kind of went with a referral. I didn't really interview people. It just kind of like happened. I would definitely say interview the brokers you're going with, see what they offer as far as training, um, background support. I mean, just them being there for you, helping you along the way, um, and just really get to know who they are, what they do for you, what they offer in all aspects. Right. I think that's very important too. If I had to do it all over again, I would definitely, at least, you know, I'm not saying the way I did it was wrong by any means. I feel like I've learned, I learned a lot through the way, but um, you know, if I had to do it over again, I would probably, you know, call multiple brokers, say, hey, I'm taking my license. I'll be having this soon. What do you offer here? What can you do? What do your splits look like um, for that split? What am I getting for that? Definitely. I think that's uh, um, if you're a new agent or somebody that's thinking about getting into real estate, listen to this. I think that's uh, some, a good takeaway from this this yeah. podcast. I mean, you definitely want to see which brokerage has the best model that fits your lifestyle and what you are. You know what I mean? You don't want to find someone that you might clash with, like a broker that you don't get along with. You want to find someone that you work well with because that's where you're going to be working. Right. Just so personality yeah, traits exactly. and someone, I think the model is a Business good thing. Business models, everything. Business models is a good thing to talk about because, you know, not every agent's the same. You know, some yeah. just want to find what works for you. I think that's the best takeaway there to talk about um what's one other thing real quick so after you know you're you selected your brokerage you know know what let's get into this real quick because i always get this uh question too sean um actually this just happened in louisiana when we were there um sean if you had to do it all over again how would you do it now stephanie probably can't speak from experience here but maybe in a couple years she would be able to but what i would do Honestly, I would join, I would find the uh, largest team in my area. Like by team, I just mean someone that's, uh, you know, there's a team leader and then there's the buyer's agent, there's a listing agent, there's the support, the admin. I would find a team and I would literally just join it. And I would learn everything that they're doing to become successful. I would take notes. I would, you know, I would save everything, like even down to spreadsheets. Anything that they would give me authorization for, I would just... 
um, you know, save it, learn it, develop it, and really learn how to become as successful as the team leader did and do it that way. Because there's so many things that I've failed like early on, I didn't do right. Like down to simple stuff like receipts with taxes, knowing what to file, when to file, um, LLC corporations, what to open, when to open. You just really find someone that's a really good mentor in the area and just work under them. I mean, yeah. there's nothing There's nothing that says in two years after working with them, you go out on your own, you start the same thing, and you learn priceless information as you're working with these people that are ridiculously successful in the real estate industry. So um, that's what I would do. What do you I, think? I was just going to say basically what you're saying is like, even though you're getting real estate, there's still all these other business aspects that you have to think about and take in con- into consideration of like tracking things and mileage. And like you said, taxes and knowing when to file, what to do, how to do it, what to keep, what not to keep, and then just tracking everything that you possibly can. And I mean, there's so much more to learn that I feel like sometimes the brokerages don't kind of tell you about these things. Like you're just yeah. supposed to expect, you know what I mean? Expect to know them. And it's not, and it's not exactly their faults either. Right, it's just, exactly. it's just a learning curve. You know, when you yeah. get into real estate, it's like, you're, 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 a, you're a business owner. You're you, your own boss. You're your own. Yeah. You, you, you you're doing your own thing and you gotta you gotta learn yeah learn how to do it so if you don't have uh, the right mentor around you telling you what to do or how to do it i mean you could really mess up early on getting a pickle or something yeah taxes even i mean you never <laughs> yeah. know yeah well that was valuable i'm good that we went into there like he said with this podcast guys we're legit this is just us just kind of talking about a topic we 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 think of a topic every week and we just kind of roll with it so I'm glad we went into the weeds a little bit there because that's uh that's good that's good info especially oh, yeah. if you're a new agent listening to this. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. I don't think uh, I think that's I think that's all for today, right? I I yeah. think that was a good you know we got a good seventeen eighteen minute segment here, so um. Really, if you guys have any questions, just reach out to one of us and we'll definitely kind of point you in the right direction of what you need to do if this doesn't help and you need more guidance. Definitely. We're always here. Definitely, definitely. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for tuning into our Keeping It Real Estate podcast. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I ju- we just want to ask a small favor in return. Pull out your pointer finger and hit that subscribe button. The more subscribers that we have, the more and better guests that are attracted to the show. And as always, leave us a review if uh, it's doing the same thing for you as well. Also, if you haven't found us on all of our social links for all kinds of free real estate content, including 4K video walkthroughs of homes and other popular community connects, please visit our website at theshaunanthonyteam.com to get connected with us. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening, and let's get out there and crush it together. We'll see you around.